You're listening to The Veteran's Voice, presented by USAA, in partnership with Optum, Medicare Mentors, Colorado Computer Support, and the WireNet Home Services. Welcome to a special to the Veterans Voice. I'm Ted Robertson. Veterans Voice is presented by USAA and originates in the Optum Podcast Studio located here on the Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center campus in Colorado Springs, Colorado. The subject of today's special edition is planning your legacy. And that really begins with planned giving. And where we're going to start Today is with Dana Roca, and Dana is the Director of Development and Fundraising, one of the single biggest jobs in any nonprofit organization. Dana, you've got a long background in this kind of work, and you really work very, very hard. Welcome back to Veterans Voice. It's been a while. Uh, Thank you, Ted. Let's reintroduce you because we have not been able to share you with the audience in a little while. Uh, Yep, my name is Dana Rocha. I'm a Colorado native here. I have uh, 20 plus years in working with military and military families. Uh, I'm working on uh, two years here at Mount Carmel, and I I love our mission and what we're doing and helping further our military families here in Colorado. It's all about curing all kinds of problems that military veterans and their families have, and we're going to get into that in a lot more detail as we progress through this podcast. But let's first talk about planned giving in and of itself, because what is launching here at Mount Carmel, thanks in large part to you, Dana, is this new program of planned giving. And that touches the world of estate planning. Yes, yes, it does. Um, A lot of nonprofits do go into this next level and, and try to secure the organization as a whole. When you look at planned giving and Mount Carmel, uh, spending some time in investing in, uh, the need and the, the, the high care for our military and military families. So what is uh, planned giving? Um, basically, uh, a loved one, uh, someone in the family, um, is w- looking at uh, what they want to leave, what kind of legacy, um, and has you know, some extra funding, possibly, that they want to help a nonprofit organization. So preparing for one's uh, passing can be a difficult and hard conversation to have, um, but it has many benefits as far as um, taxes and it 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 makes uh, it makes uh, working with the military and taking it a step further as far as helping and and um, the need the need in Colorado especially um, being fourth in the state or as fourth in the nation excuse me as far as a military state and what we're doing as far as helping our families here. So when looking at estate planning, um, you want to make sure that you uh, have somebody you trust um, in your family that's going to help you with this process. You want to work with a, a tax advisor um, or an estate planner and kind of lay out some, some thoughts that you have in mind, like, um, you know, for your family, obviously families first and what you're going to do with that. But then as far as a nonprofit or a charitable organization, what does that look like? Um, this also provides kind of a peace of mind for family and friends. And then um, you can you can always change it as much as you want to, but it, it kind of lays out the groundwork and going forward. And um, it does help those charitable organizations in going forward. Dana, very often we lead with what we're talking about and what we want people to come alongside us and help us do here at Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center. We don't want to forget that people hearing 
this for the first time or hearing about Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center need really to understand our hearts and souls and the hope that that will help them to make decisions later in their life when they're planning their estates and deciding how their legacy is going to be left. Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center um, is on its sixth year as far as helping military military families. Our executive director, Bob McLaughlin, who was instrumental in starting this organization and saw the need um, after 9 11, 9/11 kind of changed everything as far as military military families. The benefits changed um, as far as services, and the need was so high. The enrollment of our soldiers and um, active duty folks, our airmen and so forth, getting into the military, and then as far as getting out and what the benefits they provided. So um, Mount Carmel was created, um, and we provide three main functions. Health and wellness, so it could be uh, counseling, it could be um, alternative therapies, it could be retreats. We have transition employment. Um, we also have our military veteran services. So if somebody needs a s- step up, just not not a handout, we're going to help you out, What maybe help you out with rent or a car payment, um, maybe some food insecurity. We can also help out with that. And we have grown vastly since then. So um, we've now expanded into Pueblo, and we're looking at in Trinidad and even um, going west in the future. So the need is high in helping our military families. The next question then is knowing what Mount Carmel is and who we are and why we exist. Why would you give to an organization like Mount Carmel and especially make it part of your estate plan and part of the legacy that you want to leave? Great question. So Mount Carmel is really focusing on helping those veterans and active duty um, and their families. As far as additional help, the VA... Um, obviously is is here for a reason, but they cannot cover everything. They cannot help every uh, military member. Um, And then as far as our active duty, again, there are so many services that are on waiting lists or cannot be uh, provided on the military installation. And so the need is really high to help our military and military families. Um, I know um, since 2016, we're on our, um, we've helped over 80,000 heartbeats, I believe, is the quote. And so uh, we're really making a huge difference in Colorado Springs, moving to different um, cities and across Colorado. So why invest in us? Because we are making a difference in our military community. We are helping our military and military families as much as we can. Um, and the need grows. So as these military f- folks are getting out, um, they need assistance and they need guidance. And we are here to help them. Um, Colorado Springs, we are the leader as far as helping our families in making those transitions. Then that leads us to how you go about considering any nonprofit to uh, become a part of your estate plan and that legacy that you want to leave. We have a large population of of military-connected folks here in Colorado Springs. So why us? So you want to look at the mission. If you have a military connection, look at the nonprofits and the mission. Do they offer a type of legacy giving program? And and really dive into that. You want to work with those estate planners who oh know the institutions here. Look at on the websites. Look at their 990s. You want to confirm their financial information. Are they transparent? Is the money going to exactly where we say it's going to go? Mount Carmel puts out for every dollar that's donated, we give $2 back into the community. 
we have outside companies that come in and evaluate us to make sure that we're doing the right thing for our families. We consider the reputation in what we do definitely important. We do have a high, uh, also a high military board members that really support us and go out into the community and help market what we do. So those are some things to consider. So um, look at the board members that are involved, look at our websites, um, consider reputation as in the community and how we impact others and the effectiveness of what we do. Obviously, the financial information is very, very, very important. So when you give us, uh, you trust us with what you're giving in, our, in your legacy, are we going to do the right thing for you? Um, and definitely meet with as many people you can. You can meet with me. You can meet with Bob. Anybody in our organization is willing to talk to you about any questions that you have. Having covered uh, how you evaluate a charitable organization like ours or others, is it a good cultural fit for you? Is it what you want to attach your legacy to? We hope that that equals Mount Carmel when that time comes. Danny, you've given a great explanation of how a person should consider what nonprofit they're going to give to and leave that legacy to if they choose this route, a, you know, planning your legacy and um, uh, leaving that legacy behind as part of your estate planning process. There are a few nuts and bolts involved and uh, a guide published by Mount Carmel that is that uh, we will be able to get to you if you come for a visit here. Let's walk through that. Yes, um, definitely important. So an estate planner will really walk you through the processes and um, help you with this checklist per se. So um, what what tax uh, breaks can you get by putting this together? Can it, can it be um, advocated before your passing? Like there are tax advantages in putting this together before your passing. Um, an estate planner can give you guidance on what should be done, what what you can wait on, or have those difficult questions. It won't, um, and can guide you to exactly what you need to be. So it could be a, a tax attorney, an estate planner. There's plan giving advisors. They are all out there. We can definitely help you find the right one. We have supporters here at Mount Carmel. We have quarterly meetings that um, have some really good people that are willing to help our military and military families going forward. We can offer a referral Absolutely. to an estate planning attorney. Nicely said. Yes, perfect. All right. The next one is naming your executors. What exactly does an executor do? So an executor looks out after your wishes. Uh, could be a family member, whether it be um, a spouse or a child or even a, a really good friend, um, somebody that you know and trust that's going to make sure your wishes are taken care of in the proper way that you want them to be. So they execute. They execute. Now there's a thing called a beneficiary different than an executor? Yes. So a beneficiary is, could again, an executor could be a beneficiary, um, but this is the individual that's making those those choices. And so you, you might pick your spouse to be an executor, but also a beneficiary. A beneficiary is the one that receives the benefit after your passing. So whether it be um, a loved one, a charitable organization, um, any Anywhere you want your um, your finances to go to, that will be designated as a beneficiary. So it yeah. could be a nonprofit. It could be um, a brother, a sister, um, a parent, a child, a friend. 
as you are preparing your will, your beneficiaries must be named so that that is clear to the executors. Yes. Then there's the living will piece. And this piece really needs expertise because if a living will is not clear and somebody is at end of life and you happen to be an executor and you've got durable medical power of attorney, for example. Um, even if you have um, an executor or um, that says uh, you wish as far as no DNR, so you do not want to be resuscitated in a situation um, and live in a vegetated state. So you want to make sure that you have um, educated your family, your friends, and that that's your wishes, and that is done by a living will. Um, one family member can change it all, so you want to make sure everyone agrees as much as possible if this does happen to you. So that covers things like organ donation and healthcare powers of attorney. All of those things lined up in advance makes things go much more smoothly, and you don't inadvertently do something with your loved one that they did not want you to do, which leads then uh, the event of their death. Uh, you have pre-prepared funeral instructions and even personal letters for loved ones. Yes, um, definitely. So you've you've decided, um, you've gotten together with your family, you've decided if you, as far as cremation or a burial or whatever your wishes are are stated in writing. Um, um, when learning about this program and the processes, personal letters for loved ones is not about you. It's about those loved ones. And just you get to your last words and something that your um, parents or your brother, your sister, your your children have something to hold on to to say, yes, this I love you and this I'm going forward. And I just want to let you know. But those letters are invaluable. Making a list of all your assets and liabilities is a definite must because they have to be weighed one against the other. And what is left after liabilities are paid is what is dispersed to the beneficiaries by the executors. Exactly. And it helps out with the probate. You've got everything listed. It it, it definitely is is the way to go. And those assets, you might not know them all, but as you list them, they come up and um, you discuss it with your estate planner and the liabilities, the assets, and you have it listed. And so it's direct. There's no questions of where you want it to go and what bills you have left to pay and, and what you want to give to those, those folks that you really want to make a difference in their life. Funeral arrangements planned in advance solve worlds and worlds of problems. You don't leave hard decisions behind for your loved ones. You've Absolutely. discussed your entire estate plan with your family. You know, it, it's tough, like when you lose a loved one. And um, even though your family could be close, there could be arguments about the smallest thing. And having it in writing and knowing what you actually originally wanted to have to happen, there's no question. There's no arguments. It's just um, going through with your wishes. And so it's definitely, definitely important to have. Reviewing the plan on occasion or as necessary because things change. Life circumstance changes and families change. And so you want to be able to review that plan when something like that has happened or, or just as a part of a routine to make sure it's up to date, current and uh, concurrent with your wishes. Yes, I, I agree with you. It does need to be reviewed. Um, obviously, we can't tell you how often that needs to be. It's just situations that happen in your life, um, whether it be a, a birth of a grandson or, a, you know, whatever happened or a death of another one in the family. So those need to be updated and reviewed um, as, as often as you think that's necessary. 
and you'll have two sets of signed documents after you follow this process and work with an estate planner to get you to that point. And that will be one of those sets will reside possibly with that estate planner or certainly with an executor or your executors, but in safe places and protected from disaster so that they're not lost. Absolutely. Uh, You'll find all of these parts and pieces that we've just described inside the uh, planning guide, and that is available at Mount Carmel. So you can stop by the campus. You can reach Dana directly. Dana, how would you encourage people to get a hold of you? Thank you, Ted. The easiest way to get a hold of me is by email. My email is d-r-o-c-h-a at mtcarmelcenter.org. And then my phone number is 719-309-4774. And there is a section on the Mount Carmel website at veteranscenter.org. That's veteranscenter.org that uh, is titled Plan Giving, where you can get information there if you're not ready to talk to Dana yet or, or get into this process yet. Dana, we've given your email. We've given your phone number. We know that the uh, planning uh, legacy guide is available here at Mount Carmel. What else would be good to add at this point? Uh, Ted, I just wanted to give some ideas. And so when we look at assets that we have, I just want to mention some some items that to think about. So obviously cash is one of those um, that's kind of a given. Personal property can be gifted to uh, an organization as well. Uh, securities such as stocks, bonds, IRAs, and CDs are fairly easy to just designate to a nonprofit. Uh, annuities, life insurance policies, even businesses can be put in a will uh, as designated to a nonprofit. We have trusts, collectibles such as art, jewelry, or antiques, and then real estate um, as well can be also um, given to uh, an institution if if that's what you so wish. And of course, all those things uh, spelled out in your will and the executor will follow your directions. Planned giving is not a new thing for Mount Carmel. It's something that we're looking at to sustain us well into the future. And that is why we're here today is uh, just to tell you a little bit about the process, give you some insight as much as we can, offer the resources, the the planned giving guide that we have available for you, the access to the website, talking to Dana at 719-309-4774. If you'd like to reach Dana for uh, an even deeper understanding of how this works and um, uh, having a nice chat about uh, our, is our organization one of those that uh, you want to make part of your plan. Love to um, answer any questions uh, someone would have about this um, and we could just have a, a deep serious conversation about more about Mount Carmel. If you have if it's not on the website and you have questions about us and what our intent is and what does the future look like for our military and how we can help in the future, I'd be more than happy to sit down, have a cup of coffee and talk about that. Dana Roca, the director of development and fundraising for Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center. We hope to have encouraged a few of you listening to us today to reach out and ask a few questions about that of Dana. Dana, thanks for being here. Thank you so much. I'm Ted Robertson. You've been listening to a special to the Veterans Voice. Veterans Voice presented by USAA and originates from the Optum Podcast Studio here on the campus at Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center in Colorado Springs, Colorado. 
You've been listening to The Veterans Voice, presented by USAA. Veterans Voice is a service of Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center and originates from the Optum Podcast Studio located on the Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center campus in Colorado Springs, Colorado. The podcast channel is provided by Medicare Mentors. Computing Power is provided by Technology Partner Colorado Computer Support. Additional funding is provided by Supporting Partner The Wire Nut Home Services. Veterans Voice airs on flagship station KRDO News Radio Sundays at 7.30 a.m. The podcast publishes Saturday at 8 a.m. and is available on all your favorite podcast apps. Thank you.